0: Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith came to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith?
1: Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here.
0: The delivery of information molecules includes DNA and short single-stranded oligonucleotides, and to a lesser extent RNA and ribozymes. In previous episodes, we discussed some aspects of antisense and ribozyme technology and briefly mentioned cationic liposome delivery of proteins. Over the next two weeks, we will review different delivery systems and discuss their advantages and disadvantages in delivering genetic material into cells. Moreover, some possible improvements will also be mentioned. Many of these systems can also be used to deliver therapeutic proteins. Today, we focus on reviewing related studies on cationic liposomes as delivery vehicles. At present, cationic liposomes are still the most widely used non-viral gene transduction systems. What are their advantages?
1: The main advantage of cationic liposomes is the quantitative encapsulation of DNA with a positive-to-negative charge ratio of less than 0.5 to 0.8. Another advantage is that their presence enhances internalization efficiency. This could be due to positively charged surfaces or enhanced adsorption of negatively charged proteins. Entry into cells can be through intracellular action or direct entry into the cytoplasm through membrane destabilization. DNA appears to be well protected in these complexes if prepared correctly.
0: Could you please list some of the defects of cationic liposome delivery of DNA?
1: From a pharmaceutical point of view, the disadvantage of cationic liposome DNA complexes is the toxicity of cationic lipids. Also, there is a lack of control over their interaction properties and stability when applied. These particles are so active that it is likely that the attachment of specific ligands will not alter their biodistribution.
0: Are there any important things to review concerning the preparation of cationic liposomes?
1: In terms of formulation, if prepared in 10% sucrose, they can be nebulized and freeze-dried. If made properly, their liquid state stability at 4 Celsius can be measured within months. Freezing is another option to improve shelf life stability. It is less demanding than freeze-drying, but storage of samples is more problematic. 5% glucose can be used instead of sucrose. However, uniform size distribution and sterile, pyrogen-free formulations remain a formidable challenge.
0: What are the roots of administration of cationic liposome DNA complexes?
1: Cationic liposome DNA complexes can be used for direct and systemic injection, as well as installation or nebulization into the respiratory tract. Topical use usually causes skin irritation. Direct injection can deliver DNA to target tissues, and DNA internalization can occur. Systemic administration typically results in substantial uptake in the lungs, followed by the heart, spleen, liver, and kidneys. Neuronal cells can be transgenic by direct injection. This is a classic example of a first-pass mechanism and takes into account relative surface area. Substances injected through the tail vein pass first through the lungs and then through the heart. The expression in residential was relatively low, probably due to the efficient digestion of DNA by macrophages. Low expression in various tissues suggests that the complex spills over during the first few passes through the cycle. Blood itself does not contribute much to the transfection rate, and in general, clearing blood will result in increased transfection rates if calculated by tissue weight.
0: Different delivery systems can target different tissues. Which organs are highly valued?
1: They are mainly the lung, liver, spleen, kidney, heart, lymph nodes, and bone marrow for systemic administration, as well as the site of direct injection. The arterial injection can deliver particles to the next capillary bed, and topical applications include inhalation and installation into the respiratory tract. In principle, all management paths can be used.
0: What issues need to be considered when choosing an injection method?
1: This requires the characteristics of each route of administration. Direct injection can deliver microparticles to a variety of tissues, including muscle, skin, bone, nervous system cells, and brain, eye, and lung epithelial cells after aerosolized formulations. The topical application remains highly problematic, with reports ranging from intensive delivery to the dermis to delivery only to the hair follicle. The mucosal cells that make up the epithelial surfaces of the lungs, digestive tract, and reproductive tract are also an attractive target, especially for immunity. Tumor cells can also be targeted by systemic or direct injection. The oral route is the preferred route of administration, but it is difficult to achieve with lipid-based particles and macromolecules. Fortunately, the field is improving with reports of oral vaccines for lipid antigens and DNA. In this case, the epithelial cells of pairs plaques in the gut can become target cells. In addition, the use of an osmotic release device allows precise control over the rate and location of the release of the encapsulating agent. This presents a great opportunity to target cells in the digestive tract, such as colon cancer cells.
0: Can cells without direct contact with these complexes be efficiently transgenic?
1: I don't think so. There's always a question not only about which tissues, but also which cells can be transgenic. After systemic administration, I don't believe many cells that are not in direct physical contact with the blood can be targeted. Where the vascular system is compromised, cells at sites of inflammation, infection, and tumor growth can be targeted. When administered locally, most lung epithelial cells were transgenic whereas upon systemic administration, hepatocyte expression was observed in the context of vascular endothelial cells, macrophages, and small complexes. For transfection of vascular endothelial cells, precise experiments, including FACS analysis of cellularized tissues, are also required to assess the proportion of macrophages involved in transfection.
0: If you want to improve the transfection efficiency, what aspects can you consider starting from?
1: Possible improvements include less toxic lipids, co-condensing agents, more information on the DNA plasmid itself, and improved delivery to the cytoplasm. Timely DNA unwinding is also important. However, it is not yet known when and where it should happen. Second-generation cationic genomes may contain coatings containing neutral, anionic, or sterically stable lipids that may have active ligands. The surface charge can be reversed by simple incubation with anionic liposomes or micelles. Likewise, electrically neutral systems tend to precipitate.
0: Are there any other possible strategies or approaches to achieving a good coating?
1: Another possibility to achieve a good coating is by co dissolving all ingredients in the detergent and dialyzing the detergent. Currently, fusion proteins can still elicit an immune response, and shorter fragments and peptides are being tried. The same applies to targeting ligands, where fab or even shorter fragments will have to replace large immunogenic antibodies. However, we must not forget that targeting liposomes with simpler structures and better control has not yet yielded a promising system.
0: That is all. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time.
1: Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.